This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to talk to you about my seven tips for preparing to write a novel. For both pantsers and plotters, and anyone doing nano prep mo. So whether you've decided on your own that it's finally time to write that book you've been thinking about, or you've been bit by the NaNoWriMo bug, starting a novel can be intimidating. Dun, dun, dun. It doesn't matter if you're a pantser, writing by the seat of your pants, a plotter, or something in between. There's still stuff you can do to prepare yourself before you start writing. Um, plotters, you have your to-do lists, but even you can get stuck. Plotting doesn't mean that you're immune to, you know, writer's block. Here are some things that may be on your list and a few things that might not be. Pantsers and planters, you might not want to do all the planning that the plotters do. You might just be along for the journey to see where the story takes you. But that doesn't mean you have to be left out of writing prep. That said, here are my seven favorite writing prep activities. Okay, this one's for the plotters. Outlining. Clearly the plotter's first choice and the fear of every pantser, but outlining can be as extensive or as sparse as you want it to be. You can have 10 pages of notes for every eight page chapter. You can have a basic main character once objective, but obstacles stands in their way, single sentence and roll. You can pre-write a query letter or, well, okay. Most pantsers, I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna be easier if you have a starting point and an end target. Even if you change your mind halfway through the story, just having a direction to take the story can be really helpful for getting the words out. Um, in the links below, I will be sharing my method of outlining, which is pretty sparse, but not that sparse. So next up after outlining is beat sheets, the cousin of outlining. Trust me, this isn't all for plotters. Just wait. These can help you check your pacing, whether you're going for a three act, four act, or some other weird structure. Jamie Gold has a great collection of beat sheet workshops, I'll link below, to help you plan out your story's emotional arcs and plot arcs and try and get it so that the story flows in um, a way that really pulls the readers along. And for you pantsers, you don't have to fill it out before you start writing. Save the beat sheet and use it while you're pantsing to figure out where to go next. Next up, number three, mood boards. Gathering together pictures that give you ideas for your characters, your settings, your wardrobe selection, your world. These are super helpful. People do them on Pinterest or just like collages. Um, so at first, I thought this would be most helpful for the writers who are more visually oriented, literally helping them see their story. But my imagination isn't very visual, and 
I say that mood boards are invaluable for those of us who have imaginations that are more conceptual. If you have a vague idea in your head of a character's look or the setting, or even if you don't, you can just Google image search until you find something that works for your story. Then you can use that image to help you describe your people, places, and things to your readers. And now I have the Schoolhouse Rock song stuck in my head. Anyway, moving on. Number four, character sheets. It's official. I'm a geek. I've been playing D&D and its cousins since 2000. But even if you're not using like a true character sheet, writing out your character's strengths, weaknesses, and personality traits is very helpful when you're deciding during your writing how your character's reacting to stuff. You can use things such as Meyer-Briggs designations, star signs, or zodiac symbols to help flesh out your character and keep them consistent. It gives them more depth if you have more aspects of them. Most people don't just have one or two traits that defined them. They have a set of behaviors and understanding your character can really help. So number five in my prepping, creating a list of names. I can spend weeks picking out the perfect name for a main character, or rather I pick one out don't think it fits, two weeks later I come up with something else, two weeks later I come up with something else, until finally something settles. During NaNoWriMo, I have definitely lost hours trying to come up with names for characters and places and things in my magic system. I spend a lot of time on Edim Online. It's an etymology website. Anyway, two nanos ago, I decided to save a lot of time by just giving everyone placeholder names. Alice, Bob, Carol, Dave. I went through the entire alphabet and I think I got back around to K before I finished and I ended up naming the enemy country Canadia. It helped me accomplish a nano and a half because I didn't have to stop and think. Yeah, I wrote 75,000 words. I, I really don't know how that happened. Um, the editing that this is going to require, though, has me scared off from starting that rewrite. Don't make my mistake. This year, I intend to have at least a list of 20 plus random names that fit my story and my world that I can just grab and grow once I start writing. So far, I've got six, so you know, I'm getting there. So my next prep, number six. World building. Is your story happening in the real world or a made up one? Do the laws of physics work the same? Are there rules of magic? Have a good idea about whether you want your magic to be intuitive or rules based before you get started. Um, have a good idea how far apart places are, the transport times and key landmark locations is super, super helpful. I spent a couple hours last NaNoWriMo figuring out how far it was from Loxley to Nottingham and the number of times I've redrawn my fantasy map because of the average pilgrim's walking pace versus a bicycle speed. Well, let's just say it's more than twice. 
my fantasy world also has two moons. So I got to keep an eye on the tides and the moon fullness in regards to the aforementioned travel times. It can get tricky. Try and think out all the repercussions of your world. Um, you're not going to have all of them, but if you can have some of the major ones, you can really start impacting your story and get a feel for the world as you're writing. And my seventh and final nano prep mo tip or preparing to launch in to writing a novel, even if you're not doing NaNoWriMo, even if you're just, just, even if you've decided on your own to write a novel without all that peer pressure nonsense, minimize real world distractions. I've mentioned this before, but for me, having a stocked fridge, clean clothes, and straightened house when NaNoWriMo starts means that I can ignore those things for longer while I dedicate more time to my writing. It usually takes at least a week or two before my house really starts to look piled up. And I try to keep my calendar light when I'm drafting. I preload my Panera app on my phone for write-ins. Getting hungry? Just tap in a couple things, keep writing, and the food will come to me. And I work hard to build up momentum. Meeting my daily word count targets is really encouraging for me personally. I know there are plenty of you out there that it doesn't work for, but once I've hit five or six days in a row, I've gotten into the pace, I've gotten into the habits, and I've proven to myself I can do it. So all I have to do is show up, mostly, and, and write, that, that whole writing thing. But yeah, so momentum is key for me for getting my words down. And that's how I prep for NaNoWriMo. Are you about to launch into a new novel? Tell me about it in the comments below. Are you participating in NaNoWriMo this year? Feel free to friend me. I'm very stealthily on NaNoWriMo as Morgan Hazelwood, one word. Feel free to friend me. And is this your first novel? Have you written a novel before? Tell me about your experiences. I'd love to hear them. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.